Till shade is gone. Till water is gone. Into the shadow with teeth bared. Screaming defiance with the last breath. To spit in Sightblinder's eye on the last day. By my honor and the light. My life will be a dagger for Sightblinder's heart. Until the last day. To, to Shiloh Ghoul itself. itself. This is a Dagger for Sightblinder, a podcast focused on all things Wheel of Time, with your hosts, Sarah Lucas and Adam Tricola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of A Dagger for Sightblinder. <laughs> May you find shade this day. Sarah, do you need shade? I always need shade. Do you need shade? I I have gotten enough for my whole life. Oh. Okay. Fine, I guess. You don't sound fine. Th- did that sound shady? I said it's sketchy. It's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, so... Uh, we're talking about Miss Marvel season one, episodes three and four mm-hmm. today. And um, yeah, we're continuing on this trajectory of talking about shows instead of books. By the way, Sarah, have you been listening to Stormlight at all? You had started it. Have yeah, I listened been? to it today, actually. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You liking it? Yeah. I actually was like, I'm slowly been getting back into my rhythm like post post vacation post covid um Mm. so i was like ah i today was the first day that i actually drove my car somewhere oh wow yeah so um i got to listen in the car and it was great that sounds great Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm So, so we're continuing though with TV shows, like you said. We are, Um, yeah. So, so yeah, Ms. Marvel, Uh, and we haven't even talked about this. What What's next, though? Like, so we've got a couple, another couple weeks. We'll probably just do individual episodes of Ms. Marvel five and then six, or will we? I guess, I guess by next week, six will be out, won't it? I think six will be out next week. Yeah, I think it comes out on. It'll be out on the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and then we got to figure out what we're going to do after that. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are enjoying this, uh, let me let us know. Uh, because there's nothing that's going to be new coming out, right? I don't think so. I think we've got a little bit of a gap. Maybe we could. Maybe we could do like uh, Doctor Strange or something. Mm-hmm. The multiverse of madness. You need to watch that. <laughs> did you? Did you? Uh, uh, so you've you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Did you need to watch the what if? Or have you watched the what if finale? Yeah, I haven't. Okay, so you just totally disregarded what I was telling you about that. Yeah, I was gonna watch it after to see what it was about. I remembered it after I hit hit start on Doctor Strange, and I was like, oh, I've opened this can of worms, so. There's no going back now. Do you think he appreciates you calling his show a can of worms? Probably. Seems likely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, we we're talking about Miss Marvel now, which I don't know how how has it been received. I guess we should look that up, huh? Yeah. Because it, what kind of ratings has it been getting? Do you um, know? I don't know actually what kind of ratings or reviews it's been getting. Yeah, let me. Uh... I do know. I I know a few like of my um, friends that are really into Marvel and stuff are not watching it. it so on at Rotten Tomatoes, it's at ninety eight percent. Wow. Uh, for reviewers. Okay. And the average audience score is eighty one percent. So that's both still pretty, pretty high score. Mm hmm. I always think it's funny the reviewers are just so different from the crowds like it it just makes it seem like I feel like the best reviewers would have the same like approval rates Mm -hmm. as the majority of people watching like that's 
it's just so it's so like like when the star wars movies came out for instance <laughs> they uh like the the new ones the sequel trilogies they all got like in the 90 something like real like 98 percent approval ratings from from the reviewers right and then and then the crowd still liked it but it was significantly lower in, in every it, and and some of them some of them were significantly lower so it's like can you really trust a reviewer they're like i loved it they they all love it because it's something new to them they watch every single movie and they're like oh thank god like uh, something new and different so even if it's not good they're just like oh i this is so different i never trusted a reviewer when i'm like going to see a movie i never look up what the reviews are ahead of time yeah and what if that's the case then what's the point right I just don't trust it. I used to do it and then I would disagree. So, it's well, like, yeah, even if it's like average audience score, I'm like, well, everyone else is wrong. That was dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. Or if like the reviewer was like, that was dumb as hell. I'm like, well, I really liked it. I don't want you to tell me I'm dumb. I'll do it myself later. Yeah, you're like, you're dumb. I'm not dumb. You're dumb. Yeah. Who's dumb? <laughs> so, but I'm, so. I'm, I'm happy to hear it's getting good reviews. I I guess yeah. Um, would you give it a thumbs up so far? Yeah, like a like a. I wouldn't say it's like my favorite Marvel series, out of all the ones that they've put out so far on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. But it is pleasantly better than what I expected it to be. I expected it to be better than this. Oh really? So I just went in with low expectations. Oh, I've loved like they've killed every show so far. Well, except for the Moon Knight show was super mm, weird. True. It was too weird. That was weird. Uh, so I, I guess I shouldn't have. I should have lowered my expectation. This one, I, I thought I went in with no expectations, but in reality, mm-hmm. it, it was it was just. I mean, so everything before Moon Knight, I have i've been super into yeah. i was there for it you know like loki and wandavision and the captain america whatever winter soldier mm-hmm. uh, that that one was great like they they've been killing it and even the what if was pretty interesting though i haven't finished watching all of those mm-hmm. uh, like so I've, I've liked them all and then this one it was just like like we talked about last time it's a teenage girl mm-hmm. and it's hard for you to relate well it's a teenage girl who's from a totally different culture, even though she's still in the States, that it's just totally like, it's very inaccessible on some levels. But um, I also like, I, I found myself, I, I mean, this week, I've, I, you know, for episodes three and four, mm-hmm. I did find myself rooting for her more. But the other ones I was like, should I care what happens to her? Right. Because it's so, like, there's no, you, there's no like, I don't know, it sounds weird to use the word rapport, but there's no rapport built between you and the character. Well, yeah, like, they didn't give me a reason to care. I'm like, oh, she's, now she's, like, gonna live with this love triangle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like. Awesome. And, and now, and now there's, like, a love square, so. Yeah. Because she's, um. It's yeah, real. With the, with the red daggers and the yellow daggers and whatever colors of daggers <laughs> it's real interesting okay well then let's talk about episode three a little bit because i'm curious what your thoughts were here okay so uh we, we promised a new format guys and we're gonna try our best to in, re, you know to, to institute it mm-hmm. uh so that we don't just belabor all of these different topics so um I guess we should probably start with like just a really brief recap of what happened in the episode. Yeah. So basically we get a little bit of a, of a flashback scene at the start. Cause she's with Com- Cameron's family. She's with his mom. Um, and we learn that they are from another dimension and they whatever knew her, her yeah, whatever that means. I mean, it's Marvel. Um, they knew her grand, her great grandmother, um and they need her help and it's this whole thing and you learn that she's she's part of this same because they're from another dimension but so was her great grandmother so she's part of like the same gin um roots or or group of people um and then i honestly like i feel like a lot of this episode 
was spent focusing on her brother's wedding. So there was a lot of that, which was fine. Um, and then, you know, she doesn't really know if she can help or want to help this, this group if it's safe for her to do it. And they do not like that answer. It's, I feel like it went from zero to a hundred real quick. Like, yeah. Like they just are real aggressive and trying to destroy everything to make her, I think the exact words were like force her to help them or something like that. Well, it's an interesting thing because you'd think that they would just like, like she's, she hasn't shown any signs of like wanting to like turn them in or betray them or anything right. like that. Uh, so what's interesting to me about about that is the fact that uh, so they've been there for how many years and they're like mm -hmm. we can't wait even one day we have to go right now well i'm like i just found it interesting too because like you said she has she hasn't said like that she wants to turn them in or anything like she literally, literally just said she needed a bit more time. Also, it's her brother's wedding. Like, maybe just let her chill for a, a few days here. Um, like, what's their sense of urgency? Like, why do they need to go right now? But, like, I was... When I was watching this episode, I was thinking about this. And I was like, if I were her, and I was in this position, and, and you know... Who's, who's her? If I were Kamala, sorry. And, and I was in this position where you were like, oh, you have to help me. Like, well, I need your help. And then I was like, ah, let me think about it. I got my brother's wedding. You know, it's not super safe. Blah, blah, blah. Like this whole thing. Huh? How does killing me or like trying to kill me help you? Well, like, I feel like that negates can, the purpose. Can they access the Noor or whatever it is? With the bracelet, like, can they can they use that power? I don't know. I, I guess that's the only real way. Because I, I, I was just like, this seems counterproductive. Like, you kind of need her. And if you don't, but, but also, like, if you don't need her and you just need the bracelet, why don't you just steal the bracelet? Uh, or why didn't they just kill her initially? Right. Like, why? I just, I don't know. A lot of it just seems so... Uh, it, it was a really drastic f switch. Like, I remember when when you first realize it, it's happening, you're like, oh, this is not going where I thought it was going. I actually, I, I, when we first met them, mm -hmm. uh, like, it, in that first house, I, I was I was like, okay, cool. Like, you get them, you get them with the team, you know? Right. And then, but, but then, so she started doing these what if, or, or sorry, not it. Uh, she, she was just started doing... Uh, us versus them mm -hmm. uh, like to Kamala and she's like oh well they don't understand you we understand you like they mm. she's trying she's trying to get you know she's playing some kind of a game with Kamala trying to get her to feel like she's isolated and she has to be with them or you know or she just will never be understood right which I guess is smart on her behalf because Kamal definitely is super in a, in a huge, uh, like confused state right now. Yeah, she is. She's uh, she's confused. Uh, but I mean, I just want to know why this sense of urgency. Why do you need to hurry up? Like, yeah. uh, because Kamala seems like she wants to help at least some. Mm -hmm. So. What would you say in this episode um, was your like least favorite part of it? We might. I feel like we should do the least favorite first. Okay. Well, let's just follow your uh, feelings here. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So throughout the whole time, uh, so this this is also an episode where we get to see like the better side of her parents. Yeah. Like that her parents have been all just like kind of weird and off and, mm -hmm. you know, like disapproving or whatever. Like there's been, there's been a lot of just kind of weirdness between them. Mm -hmm. And this time though, like they're offering good advice to, you know, to their son. They're being supportive of Kamala. They're, you know, like 
you can see you can see they actually have a relationship with Kamala. It's not just like this weird estranged mess that they're kind of representing in the first couple uh, episodes. And 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 they were they're just like, please like please tell us what what's going on, what's the matter? And Kamala's like, nope, screw you, not gonna do it. Like f <laughs> off, like just go ahead and f yourselves right 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 now, please, because. Oh, because I, I I want nothing to do with telling you anything, mm-hmm. but I'm fine. That's cool. Uh, like I, it, there are people trying to kill her, and she's just like, "We're good. I'm good. Not gonna tell anyone." Mm-hmm. Like I got my bracelet that I don't know how to use really, so that'll be good. Yeah, she's just but, basically relying on, I guess, like the, the the clandestines, like these this group of people she just met, but also bruno to help her get through everything and learn everything yeah which i mean yeah like she is so lucky to have a friend as good as bruno because the way as off-putting as like she she's just like treats her parents like crap and like doesn't care like whatever and that's probably typical teenage like i'm I'm seeing this as like a 36 year old that i am i'm Mm -hmm. like I'm like, my parents were actually pretty well, like they had it put together pretty well, you know, in reality, like looking at the, looking back, like, wow, look how smart my parents were, mm-hmm. you know, but back, back when I was a teenager, I probably wouldn't have quite had, I, I always did respect my parents actually, but uh, not, not to the extent I do now. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I mean, if there was someone trying to kill me and I had special secret powers like I would have told my parents like they would they would have known right at least you know I'd have like maybe made them like promise not to tell anyone or someone something but I so the fact that she's just like nope like I'm just gonna I'm a teenager teenage girl doesn't really know my powers Mm -hmm. Uh, not to mention she's putting her parents in danger by just living with them like you think that they deserve to know. So to me, that that's the part that just graded the most. I I would like her to be a little more forthcoming with her mm-hmm. parents. Okay, that's fair. Do you think that's because you're you're a parent? Oh, well, I'm sure that I mean I, I don't think I could ever take the the daddy lens off yeah. at this point. So <laughs> well and and honestly, like so that that's a conversation that uh me me and my wife talk about a lot is like how how can we actually and i don't want to to turn this into a whole parenting thing but but like this is relevant i think um how can we turn how how can we at this age that our kids are at four and eight like how can we earn their trust now so that we can have conversations that are maybe difficult but like actual conversations about about challenging topics later that they'll actually be willing to share with us like that mm-hmm. they won't just be estranged to be like no like my parents don't don't care about me or whatever like where they're like you know you know who I'm I have this really tricky situation you know whatever social situation don't need to get into too many details but like I don't know what to do and instead of relying on my friends who also know exactly zero about this topic, <laughs> maybe we should talk to my parents who actually know stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, so if, I mean, that that's an important thing. It's, uh, the, so, same, yeah, it's the same theme here. Yeah. Like I, so I'm, I'm sure that some of my lens is just like, yeah, like I'm a good dad. Why wouldn't you share with me or, or your dad? Mm-hmm. Right? Just, just go tell him. Kamala, what's what are you doing? Right, that's fair. That's a good insight. Yeah, I'm sure it's because I'm. What What are your thoughts on it, though? Did, like, did that grate you? Great on you? It did, but I think I just took it. I think I I looked at it of, of the lens of like, well, of course she's not gonna tell them she's a teenager. Like that was my my viewpoint. I was like, no, of course she's not going to. You don't tell your parents anything at this age. Oh, I told my parents a lot. <laughs> you and I have. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like, like as you get older, you do, but I don't know. At that age, I wasn't I was moody and not telling my parents anything. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that now. <laughs> um, so, I mean, fair. Um, yeah, of me. But. So, like, 
yeah, I, I, I wanted her to tell them. I, and I did really see the side of her parents that you mentioned where you see this like really loving, caring side of them come out and like this other, this other side that we haven't gotten to see of them. And they do just want to help her. And yeah, so you kind of want her to, but I wasn't surprised that she chose not to. So it didn't necessarily grate me. Um, and it's also like, I think it's also just a little bit of a plot device, right? To, to put her into more dire situations. Um, well, yeah, I mean, how many interesting boobies would, would happen if people just went to the cops right. and let them solve it? You right, know? exactly. Um, like they followed the rules, like the, the unhinged, barely responsible police guy just mm -hmm. didn't decide to go off go rogue and solve the mystery himself mm -hmm. yeah um uh, yeah right. so it, it didn't necessarily grate me i did not love um the whole interaction between Cameron and his mom when she realized like she's gone through his phone and realizes that mm -hmm. uh kamala's not gonna help them like she's gonna you know it's not necessarily safe and she's gonna take some time to think about it and whatever and, like, that was when you realize that she is, like, the quote-unquote bad guy. Um, and, yeah, I was... like, she had this line to him where she was like, I'm not asking anymore. I'm going to make, I'm going to make her help us. Like, I was mm -hmm. like, oh, we are, we're in that kind of a situation all of a sudden. And it was just such a 180 flip um, because she did seem not that way at the start of the episode um, that it, it felt, it just jarred me. And, and then it was also a little bit of a heartbreaking episode because you realize that um, he's been lied to as well, right? Like you realize that he's, he didn't know that she was going to be, you know, in danger and, she did his mom did and was willing to do that willing to to s potentially sacrifice her so that they could get their way yeah so this actually uh, i mean and i i i thought that i just noticed that her she, it was like she's playing some kind of confidence game and trying trying to get kamala to you know just try only trust her mm -hmm. uh you know i i did notice that earlier um but then uh, like beyond that though uh I, I wondered i had to wonder if um <clears throat> like uh, so she so this woman is very old right you know like she she looks the same age as like we got a flashback at the start and so we know how old she looked when this happened in the 40s or whatever whatever mm -hmm. or was it the 40s it was the 40s yeah 1942 yeah. Okay, so, so there, you know, we see we see her in her in the forties, and she looks the same as mm -hmm. now. She hasn't aged a day. It look it seems like, mm -hmm. and and we see the other people, and they haven't aged. So the gins don't age. Uh, so they're 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 very clearly very old though. If they they were right. adults in the forties. I just wonder, how is Kamran? Like, what's the story? Uh, so he's seventeen years old. So at, at some point she decided she wanted a kid right but she's you know like super old and she doesn't see many people as equals like how what what decision making like what's the story behind Kamran being in existence in the first place because the other the other ones don't seem to have kids right just her yeah is there a purpose for it like is there an ulterior i'm almost wondering now if there's an ulterior motive yeah hmm don't like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, so, I mean, clearly they intended for him to be part of them because they like he knows how to fight. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he he goes toe to toe with with them, and even though he's less experienced, maybe and, and less skilled, like he can hold his own, kind of. Right. Like it's it's not just like the flailing uh, that I would probably end up doing. Right. You know? Exactly. Or running and. Right. Yeah. So. And like, not only was he like fighting them, but he's clearly been trained to use weapons as well. So, oh yeah, and and so it makes me wonder too. Uh, so he's 
he's there uh, like how is he surprised that his mom is a manipulative bee right <laughs> based off of his potential upbringing yeah mm-hmm. yeah like he spent time training with these guys and knowing like he has to know that there's a an extremely unpleasant side to them like unless it, it just seems like he couldn't have helped but notice that i mean that these are this is probably too deep for the the plot that we're they're trying to sell us so. right but it, these are these things that i i think of so um okay so what was your favorite part Ooh, um i actually i don't know why i really enjoyed the scene where the damage control squad shows up at the mosque looking for her because they're obviously looking for kamala they don't know what's kamala but they're looking for this um mm-hmm. um what's the exact phrase they've used you know some kind of super some some kind of super super whatever they're looking for the this this super whatever that was descriptive thank you thank you they're looking for her um and yeah she's like a rogue she's a rogue robot that's what i always i always think of that uh, (laughs) from from wally yeah yeah but she like well, and they're, so they're looking for her. Exactly that. They're looking for the rogue robot. Because I can't remember mm-hmm. the term that they actually used. Um, and I just really enjoyed the interaction between them, the agent in particular, and um, the mosque leader and her friend, Nakia. And they're like, no, like you can't come in here without a warrant. Like, And I just loved the, the biting back at them. Um, I thought mm-hmm. it was really fun. And just, like, they're a little bit of, like, you know, pushing the the buttons of her, so to speak. But then it also gave me the vibe, and I, I really like this, too, because it, it makes me question a lot of things in the storyline, just in terms of what I should be looking for. Um, it almost gave me the vibe that I was like, is this damage control squad bad or good? Because in these scenes, they come across as bad. So, like, as the quote-unquote bad guys. And it makes me wonder if that's just, like, a caveat of being on the damage control squad or if there's something else there. Yeah, well, so the damage control squad. um, Yeah, so I, I feel like they set him up a little bit in the spider-man yeah they did show and like they they were just total jerks Mm -hmm. like they they were they were really aggressive about everything and yeah you wonder like what's their actual objective like damage control yeah uh, like, do they just actively hunt? Like, the, why why are they hunting her as opposed to like, why aren't they looking for Spider Man? Why aren't they looking for the Hulk or you know like all, all these other ones that would probably just kick their asses mm-hmm. really hard? And like, why her in particular? I don't know. It just seems there's just so many questions there, and I just really enjoyed seeing them go kind of toe to toe. They were just being a little bit. A little bit mouthy with each other and i liked it okay so what did you what did you enjoy yeah so um in episode three i um uh let's see i have it in my notes here hold on you do oh yeah so i i did like when we met the gins and we see that like you know, hey, we're meeting the team. We're getting to see, we get to see who the people, like, oh, this is who Kamala's going to hang out with. Like, this is going to be the elite team. And then, and then, like, just pretty, pretty quickly, I was like, oh, they're, they're not good. They're, they're sinister. They're bad people. Mm-hmm. It seems like, like, it seems like they're just going to try to, you know, try to play Kamala because she's a teenager. Um, So th- there was that. And I already talked about that. I think the other part, uh, and I, so it's such a weird juxtaposition because I have always had like a, uh, like a really fundamental fear of like, I can't dance. Like I, it just terrifies me. Like I just, Mm -hmm. it's like a phobia or something. And maybe I should address that, but, but I'm not going to. And uh, so. 
spoke Anyways, so I, stubbornly. <laughs> I just don't want to. That's I don't fine. see the need. You know what? I can, I can salsa dance actually. It's but, fine. Um, it's all good. Yeah. Anyways, we can we can move on from this topic. Yeah. Um. Well, all I'm saying is I I did address it some by mm-hmm. trying to learn, and I learned, and I still don't like it at all. Okay. 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 So let's let's just like move it right along and say, um, uh, I really enjoy dance scenes though. Like I love watching people dance and Mm -hmm. I had, it it was like the wedding. Mm -hmm. I I mean, okay. I I hope this isn't like prejudice or whatever. I just, when you don't understand everything about a culture, like you just have certain assumptions, like you, they went through the wedding, they were sitting down. I was like, what's going on? Oh, okay. Like, it's not bad. It's just like, you just didn't know what to expect. Yeah, it's it's not my traditional like I I've had very little exposure to that culture and so like they're sitting down and getting married that's fine that mm-hmm. they should do that they should absolutely um, but then I, I thought that we'd see like a bunch of other kind of weird customs and stuff like <laughs> hey they hit crazy they hit his shoes like oh, okay you know like they they're doing all this stuff but but then they had the cool dancing scene and it was so fun I really enjoyed it and instead of it being like this oh I don't get it kind of just like montage of me not getting it mm-hmm. I was like this is fun like they are they're all they're all having fun this is cool so and it's, I really like that scene a lot it's kind of too like when you take the whole episode into like factor in the whole episode it's a very interesting juxtaposition that you have this really fun upbeat scene it's kind of a little bit of a like like easing the tension of sorts that you don't even realize is going to happen afterwards. Right. Cause you go from well, this into like the, the clandestines arriving to kill everyone according to Comron. Oh yeah. He's like, well, yeah. So from his message, he's like, no, you don't know my mom. She's going to kill everyone. Mm-hmm. So he knew, he knew that they were unpleasant. Right. I was actually surprised. I thought that maybe he was going to be part of, like I thought that he 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 was gonna betray her. Oh, okay, like, yeah, and be I, part I thought, of the. I thought that his mom was gonna be like, "Hey, you go and lie to her, go distract her, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna come kill her while she's you know kill everyone while while she's distracted." Mm-hmm. I thought that that was what was gonna happen actually, and so he surprised me, mm-hmm. and I I had, did have to laugh that he kept calling uh, <laughs> Bruno, Bruno Brian. I was He's like. I, <laughs> Just kept a call it. He's like, no, it's not my name. And he's like, Brian, go home. <laughs> but but like, I also like that those two kind of acknowledged each other and were like kind of more okay with each other <laughs> toward the end. Do you think Cameron just like has the we don't talk about Bruno song in his head all the time? So he just keeps <laughs> calling him Brian instead. Yeah, we don't talk about Brian. Yeah, <laughs> um, it could be. Maybe. I really liked as well, like just as... I thought this actually said a lot as like an honorable mention of something I liked in this episode mm-hmm. when they're here and you have this fight scene and they're all trying to, to, uh, kill her. Um, and they're also, and then Bruno ends up helping and he like throws a gift at one of them or something and distracts them. I um, loved that part. Actually, that was so good. I, I, I loved that, that he was there, but then I also loved what ended up happening after the fact when they attacked him. Mm-hmm. And then you see, you see the light bulb click. Like you see it go off in Kamala's head in that scene. And she, you see her realize just how strong and how powerful her powers are. And she just completely does like a whole different type of punch here and like swings yeah, she her gets, arm she around. gets aggressive yeah. yeah she she goes from like survival mode because it's her mm-hmm. no, I, I love that that that's a great point like she goes from she goes from like don't kill me like i'll protect myself kind of but like she's it's like a losing fight like eventually they're gonna get through to mm-hmm. like someone matters to me like okay it's on like you're like i'm yeah. i'm gonna just beat the hell out of you because you know, it's that's exactly yeah. what it was. It was you, way more aggressive. Yeah, you mess mess with me. That's one thing. Like I don't like that, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll have issues. But 
mess with my kids, mess with my family, mess with some like my, my, my close friends. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't care what needs, like whatever needs to happen is going to happen to you. Like you're, it's, it's over for you, right. you know, like curtains. Yeah. Maybe I'll go to, maybe I'll go to jail afterward. Maybe not, but, <laughs> you know. But like but, you could see it happen for her in that moment. You're right. It, it did click. Like she did get aggressive there. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that he was just like, these people have these brutal, crazy weapons mm-hmm. and they're trying, they're smashing tables and doing all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And he is like wearing a suit and has no training at all. Mm-hmm. And he sees his friends in, friend in danger. And he's, you know, he's thinking like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then one of them's going to come over and kill me. Like, that's what's going to happen. Right. It's going to be enough time for her to get like an advantage or something. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to save her because she, ne- like, she needs help. She clearly needs help. Mm-hmm. And whatever happens to me happens to me. But, you know. Oh, man. Yeah. It, I, it was I a loved, very, I loved that. Very, like, super powerful scene. Yeah, it's it's heroic. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought it was really cool. Um, and it was very interesting to see at the end when her friend is like, "You you didn't tell me," and it's like she actually did try to tell her friend, right? And she felt like she couldn't. And I didn't blame Kamala for that. Like mm-hmm. I blamed her for not telling her parents, mm-hmm. but I I couldn't blame her for not telling her friend. I didn't blame her either. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Up to this point, this was by far my favorite episode. Mm-hmm. I agree. Good. Yeah. yeah, it was the other two um, were okay. Like I, I would have given them like a two and a half stars, like maybe like a two and then a two and a half. Yeah, the and other this, two. This one, sorry, go ahead. This one would be like three and a half probably. Yeah, the, the other two felt more, they had like really heavy introductory vibes. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, I, they all, they can't all be uh, the the WandaVision, right? Show. Like, I, I loved uh, like I love WandaVision. It. Not not that we're, we should talk about that, but like the start of it was the most charming, and it actually I I felt like this show got worse toward the end. Oh, I felt like it was like the opposite here because mm-hmm. this this show, Miss Marvel, is building momentum. WandaVision was like, oh, there's. I, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything for that, but it was, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's what's going on. Oh. You're like, this is what's happening. Got it. Your kids? What? I, I was, it, the ending was a little disappointing is all, mm-hmm. but, uh, and maybe, maybe that'll happen here. But all I, I guess I'm saying is this, um, this was started very, very, very slow to me for all the reasons we listed last time, just mm-hmm. the cultural thing, the age difference, the, you know, the gender difference between, you know, her and me, like it just totally, uh, you know, hard to approach. But now we start seeing some actual heroic things that I'm like, oh, like, look what Bruno did. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, and Cameron also, you know, like defies his family, who's mm-hmm. like very clearly very close. Uh, which I'm like, well, that's probably a pretty typical teenage thing. He's like, I have a crush on a girl. I guess I'll betray my family. <laughs> yep, just like that. Uh, He's like, May- maybe she'll make out with me afterward if I do that. Oh, man. Um. Okay, so do you want to go into episode four? Do you have any more thoughts about episode three? No, four is more interesting by far to me anyways, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so yes. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, do you want to recap it? Yeah, okay. Can I try to recap it since we're both just kind of going off the top of our heads here? Um, right, so at the end of episode three, Kamala's grandma was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, come visit me for some reason," mm-hmm. and she was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, okay, well, like, well, she did, like, she just said, come visit me." So the the start of the episode mm-hmm. is her and her mom on. Uh, no, they're not sitting next to each other. They're on a plane, though. Mm-hmm. They're talking over some poor guy. <laughs> I know. I felt for this other. guy. Uh... I know. Well, he he was also asking, like he was asking her questions too. Like mm-hmm. he, he's, but okay, so they're flying to Pakistan, which is exciting. I I can't remember the last time I've seen a movie that was 
I can't even think of a movie that happened in Pakistan. No, in me fact. neither. So this was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, like Karachi. Like I, I, I mean, I'm typical American. I just don't know geography that well outside mm-hmm. of the United States or even within the United States. So, uh, like I, I, but I do know that in the game Pandemic, mm-hmm. uh, you like Karachi is one of the key places in in asia mm-hmm. or whatever it's like a city and i was I, I never even i knew i i i would have guessed that it was pakistan but it doesn't say that in the game mm-hmm. and like that's that's the depth of my ignorance though I, that's that's maybe the only town that i could even name in pakistan right but like so I, it was like oh this could be cool and anyway so Gosh, I'm like interjecting my own personal feelings here. I'm doing bad at the recap. Let me, <laughs> let me get more clinical here. So, so they get to, they get to the house. Uh, she immediately jumps into dialogue with her grandma about the bracelet. Just like no, no, not really much, uh, not not much of uh, hesitation there. Mm-hmm. And her mom doesn't realize that it's about the bracelet. She thinks that they're just going to. That they're just there to socialize they see their cousins uh the cousins that so they all go to a restaurant they can't actually go in though because apparently kamala can't wear jeans there but no one noticed she was wearing jeans right they all just judged her afterward and and right. then she goes with her she goes with her cousins they disinterestedly point at some people some things they're like oh there's some old people who live up there and and then she wants to go to the train station. They don't want to go. So they just ditch her. And she's like, okay, I'm not even going to get directions from my cousins. Like, they're just going to leave. I'm going to get directions from some unreliable, yeah. like, tourist trap guy. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the train station. Um, and there's no one there, apparently, um, except a, a, hood, a bandit-looking man with a, with a red mask comes in and he starts throwing knives at her and they fight and it's kind of a funny fight but fun and mm-hmm. eventually he realized like he's like oh you're not actually part of the clandestines that's cool she's like yeah i immediately trust you let's go like take me take me. so he, he leads her he leads her to to the secret hideout he immediately trusts her mm-hmm. and she meets she learns that there's a dimension and the clandestines are being uh like kind of just jerks they don't care about anyone else but themselves mm-hmm. and getting back to their place and so apparently they for every evil organization there has to be a good organization to oppose them that's like the marvel like mantra i feel like that's yeah and so that's that's like the, the hideout is super high tech and fancy mm-hmm. and then she has interactions with them and the the guy with the with the face mask thing turns out to be like her age and probably she thinks she's he's attractive and she tries their foods and there's a guy playing a guitar around the campfire mm-hmm. and and then the, we get to the scene with the clandestines they break out of a supermax prison yep. real easy really real, real real easy and i'm like that's not what a prison's like bro um but because um well, we don't need to get into that, but they, they, they escape immediately. And they, then they find the, they find the, the hidden fortress, the easiest ever. Mm-hmm. And there's a big long chase scene and the cool mentor guy just finally gets stabbed, but he kills one of the clandestines with lots of throwing knives and stabbing knives. It's all about knives. Yeah. They're, they're all conniving. And I mean, they are called the red daggers. You're right. You're right about that. But not all, it's not just their daggers that are getting red. That's true. This is true. And uh, so eventually, eventually what? Oh yeah, Kamala is like cornered Mm -hmm. and she gets, they stab her bracelet and she is suddenly in the like that the old train station way back in the day like she's time traveled apparently yeah i was wondering that i was like did she just go to a different dimension or did she time time travel to the past um but it looks like it like it looks like it's the past it's the train going to karachi 
Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, oh, that was actually mm-hmm. this is this is I think a little bit important. She sees this train at the end of episode three, and that's why her grandma is like, "Oh, you saw the train! Like you have to come visit." And then she goes to the train station because she saw the train, and then you know this mm-hmm. whole everything's about the train apparently. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that yeah. that's the episode in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, what'd you think of it? What What was your least favorite part of it? Um, because you feel like we need to talk about our least favorite. I do. So First. there, mm-hmm. there were two things. One's not really like a least favorite. It was just more me nitpicking. And I, I just have a really bad habit of noticing these things when I watch like shows and movies. They, mm-hmm. they landed in Karachi in the middle of the night. Like they, they're at the airport and the grandmother's there. The cousins are there. I'm like, oh, it's the middle of the night. Like, she's like, why are you awake? Like, it's the middle of the night. You should be at home sleeping. And they all get in this in this car to drive to the house, and they get to the house, and it's daylight, like midday, early, like like late morning at the absolute earliest. I'm like, but you landed in the middle of the night. Like, how long were you in the car for? So, I don't know. I just didn't. It. It was one of those things that I noticed that it broke, it broke the story for me. Like it, it took me out of it because I noticed the the difference, the continuity there wasn't quite where it should have been, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, just just a nitpick. That was not my least favorite part. Um, I overall, I didn't really enjoy the market scene. I thought it was really cool to see. Um, but I didn't, it felt like a lot of filler. And I was like, I don't need filler right now. I need more information. And um, her cousins seemed really odd. Like they were just like, oh yeah, we're going to leave you here in this market and city that you've never been in before. Um, We'll just leave you by yourself though, while we go get coffee with friends somewhere else. And it was just a very odd scene. Um, and then, you know, she gets the, the directions to this train station from the from a stranger from a, from this guy there, which was humorous, but it was all also just very weird. Um, I don't know. The whole scene was kind of just odd, but it led mm. to something more important, which is fine. It just felt a little bit more fillery to me. Why does she wear a New Jersey shirt? Mm-hmm in pakistan when she doesn't wear that kind of thing otherwise like she she does it doesn't fit with her wardrobe at home Mm -hmm. i feel like Mm -hmm. that's true it doesn't so far at least oh i mean not that not that we've just like it just makes no sense she's like hey i want i want everyone to know i'm a tourist (laughs) i mean i think she just gives off the tourist vibe in general well yeah but but why wear that shirt mm-hmm. unless you want that exact mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that's fair it's a good point uh, maybe it's like in the comic books and that's like a nod to mm-hmm. I, I guess that's one thing too is like whereas we want these stories to be to feel real like the important elements we want them to feel you know like like bruno throwing the presents mm-hmm. and you know like that that's that's real like that's that that'll pull on the emotions because it's heroic and awesome and we want to see that like mm-hmm. the the all the external stuff like wearing a t-shirt who who actually at the end of the day like some of it we just need to remember some of it's going to be because of the comic book stuff mm-hmm. that they just want to nod like that's I'm true sure people really like the comic books and that and if that was part of it like I'm sure that there are a few nods that we had, we never noticed, but people are like, oh, that was there, that was in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that they, they have to do their fan service too. So, you know, that, that could just be, it could be as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't like the cousins. Yeah, so. I just didn't like them. Yeah, like, they're like, oh yeah, like smiling at her and they just seem so fake, really. And they're like, oh, I really wanted to go in and, I, there's a buffet in there and we can't because Kamala wore jeans. Like, <laughs> you, like, you're telling me that it took restaurant staff to notice that she was wearing jeans? Apparently. Like, 
like you guys drove there with her she mm-hmm. walked into the car while you were like in your presence mm-hmm. like you all had and, and she's a stranger to that place of course she's gonna do something some faux pas like it's on them not on her and they're all whiny about it like okay it also just felt like a little bit I felt bad for her in a sense because it, it just felt like they were trying to nitpick. Like even her mom, and they were like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I hope you don't mind. We're outside. Kamala wore jeans." And it's like, can we not? Right. So, um, yeah. what was your least favorite part? I just thought that the prison was real dumb. Yeah, them breaking out of it and everything so easily. Oh, like how. They don't have super strength. They just like did things that I don't know, like like I could have done that too, probably like maybe I'm not in as good a shape as them or whatever, but I my guess is that I'm about as strong as as Kamran, who's, you know, like 17. I, I'm sure I'm stronger than he is. Mm-hmm. I, like I could have done, I could have broken out just as easily. Mm-hmm. I like this is a super max prison and you're letting them all like hang out together and you're tying their hands to some weird little pulley thing like it just made no sense and i i don't know it just it just kind of annoyed me like okay you're you have the supermax prison for people who are who have superpowers right and like that's the best you can do like a couple (laughs) guys with like stun guns it's a little jarring it kind of like takes you out of like the whole story. Right. Uh, I was like, if you're going to make a prison that has any hope of keeping these extraordinary people in prison, mm-hmm. like maybe actually show some, like anything that would give you any hope of doing that. Like, otherwise it's it like, it may as well just be an open air garden that you just like set them <laughs> in, you know? Yeah. Like there, there's just no reason to have like. Uh, anyways, it it just seemed pretty dumb, and then and then they immediately knew where Kamala was. Yeah, yeah. Instantly, like. I, I don't know how. Maybe maybe the Noor, was like they could sense it or something, but maybe. they instantly knew where she was. Yeah, and and then they leave they leave Cameron behind too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was that was something too. Yeah, they're like, nah, you made your choice. Yeah, and it's the like, lady just like looks at her from head it for a minute, and then pieces out. Yeah, it's like that's harsh. Hmm. So that's I, I'm curious what we're gonna see of him in the upcoming episodes. Yeah, he'll he'll be important on some level. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um. What did you enjoy in this episode? What was your favorite thing? Oh, okay. So my favorite part. um... Oh, so I really liked the train station part. Mm -hmm. Like the 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 train station fight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, where she meets the red dagger guy Mm -hmm. and like they have the fun banter and everything. Yeah. You know, I'm all about that banter. And so. I, yeah, I thought it was fun, and it was fun to see like the evolution of her powers. Like she's starting to really get uh, comfortable using them. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's she's climbing stairs of you know with her power, and uh, it was fun to see him adapting and like using her the things that she built mm-hmm. against her was fun. Like he was able to adapt her powers to use for himself, mm-hmm. and I, I thought that was cool. Um, and then I did think it was funny. I was like, well, I, I might be the same, but like, he's like, oh, you're not a clandestine. And they realized they're like, oh, we, we're actually maybe friends. Right. Which is interesting. You know? Which I mean, in, in movie logic, that's, this it's just fine. I mean, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Right. I mean, but what if, what if he had been a clandestine and then he just lied to her and he's yeah. like, ah, you're in my fortress now. Like, screw you. Give me the bracelet or you're dead. Right. Oh, that's dark. I know, but uh, but 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 you knew because he was charming and funny, and you know, like mm-hmm. because of their interactions, that like they've they've trained us to recognize that. Mm-hmm. 
That's very true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so that, um, I like that part. Uh, and I, I did, I liked all of the fight scenes actually, the, like the chase scene stuff is not, not so much, but I thought, I thought that the fight scenes were pretty well choreographed and I, Mm -hmm. for the short parts that we got to see him, uh, before he got red daggered himself, I like the red dagger leader. Like he was quirky and fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you? What's your favorite part? Um, so I also really enjoyed the transition fight. And I liked the Red Daggers just because I liked getting... Like, this was more information that we were being given. And I wanted that. And it was information from a different source. Which I thought was also pretty important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I liked that. But I uh, laughed probably harder than I should have um, at the in the transition when they were fighting. And he comments on 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 knowing she's American because of her shirt um which i know you're you're all about wearing the new jersey shirt but she's just like well how do you know i'm not canadian and it just made me yeah. laugh so hard because she's canadian like the actress is canadian um yeah so it's, you wonder if that was just like improvised on her end yeah and i'm like what, th- end. was that put in there on purpose kind of thing like as a nod um i don't know I, it just made me giggle and i really enjoyed like having a little bit of a outs you it almost felt like they were breaking the fourth wall a little bit with that line. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, because you're not very polite. <laughs> you don't say sorry ever. You don't say sorry ever. You don't apologize for someone walking into you. Uh, right. Yeah. So, no, I, I really enjoyed that. And then, yeah, now I'm just wondering what happens next. Yeah, I hope it's not something too weird. I, so, so she's there. So she, she obviously like went into like this, the, the past and she's at this train station again. And mm-hmm. I, I like, it's just her, even though, cause when she did, um, when they, hit, when they hit her, her bangle and did that, um, the red dagger kid was fairly close to her so originally i thought he went too um mm-hmm. but it looks like it's just her yep so i'm wondering if she's gonna have to figure out by herself how to get Ooh, i wonder if she's gonna find her great grandmother yeah I, I think i think she'll at least talk to her and mm-hmm. see what you know I, i'm wondering if she's like in the bracelet right now Hmm. Or something she's wearing, like she's just in a, and and once she, once she figures out how to get out, like she'll be back in the fight scene in the middle of it. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Um, yeah, because I'm like, are, is she gonna? Basically, I'm wondering, is she gonna have to figure out how to get out of wherever she is by herself, or is someone gonna figure out where she is and go to her? Mm. So. Um, but I like that theory, which is why I'm now wondering if she's just going to go find her great grandmother and have her help her. Yeah, may as well, huh? Right? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, I guess we'll find out. It was also interesting. They killed a couple of the clandestines, it seems like. Mm-hmm, they did. I- I'm wondering if that's going to be permanent or not. Oh, or if they'll just kind of like respawn sort of thing. I mean, they're djinns, so if that, like, I assume that they're similar to, like, elves in the Tolkien universe, where they're functionally immortal, mm-hmm. like, where unless something happens to you, you'll live forever, like, you'll live 10 million years, if if you don't get sick, and no one kills you, you don't step off a cliff, or etc., you know, like, something doesn't happen to you, mm-hmm. you like, your body will never age you to death, like, I, so I wonder if they're like that, mm-hmm. and if that's the case, it it wouldn't surprise me too much to find out that, yeah, like they respawn kind of. Right. They heal from, I mean, they're just dagger wounds. Like it wouldn't be that surprising to see these people who like, they also, one thing I noticed is they just have these awesome epic weapons Mm -hmm. that they can apparently just summon at will. Right. Because they get out of the prison and like they break their hands free and they instantly have the spear and the weird swinging rope. Mm -hmm blade thing and they've just gotten them and from wherever they were stashed 
Well, I, I mean, I think that they live, oh. I, I don't know. I don't know if you have, if you've like in, yeah, you know about it in Stormlight. Like they tell mm-hmm. you about it right away. It's like mm-hmm. uh, shard, shard blades. Yeah. You can just summon them. Like you just, mm-hmm. you, they're, they're somewhere on your essence, but no one can see it until you summon it. Yeah. And that's, that's how I, what I was thinking of mm. for their weapons. Which would be interesting and make it, it would, okay. If that's the case though, it makes it a tiny bit more plausible for how they broke out of the jail, of the prison. Because they could have theoretically been arrested with their weapons on them, but not seen. I guess. Although you would think that like a, a organization that's dealing with supernatural beings would be able to have some kind of device that would detect that sort of thing. But they looked entirely stupid. <laughs> like this, if they're really trying to lock up superhuman mm-hmm. people, like what did they expect would happen with their weird little slighty things? Were you like thinking like, they looked like kids playing cops and robbers or something. Uh, I mean, what what they they had no problem escaping. Mm-hmm. It, it was like it wasn't like oh shoot like they barely got past our really awesome security. It was like oh okay like you're finally like give us give us an opening. All right, we're just gonna take it and then we'll waltz out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's no challenge there. Like if. It was, it was just a joke. Mm-hmm. It was. Anyways. And, Anyways. And then they got their weapons. Well, I think their weapons live. I think they're part of them. Yeah. That would be cool. I would I would be okay with that. Well, I'm glad that it meets your approval. Yeah. And yeah, uh, mm-hmm. otherwise I'm I'm out. Yeah, I think we, we covered everything. Every single thing. We did it. Um. Her cousins are stupid. Her grandma yeah. is cool. Yep. Her mom has mom issues. I think her mom will eventually learn what's going on and be helpful. She had a nice moment with her mom eating to- toffee. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I think that they'll end up friends is what I think. Yeah. Um, do you have a prediction for next week? Um, well, that's, that's a good question. You don't have uh, to. I was just curious. I don't know. Okay, so here's the debate that's going on in my mind is, will it be an entire episode mm-hmm. in the past? Ooh. Where she's, mm-hmm. Like, I could imagine getting real bored with that. Me too. Actually. Like, there's a couple of things they could do to make it intriguing. I don't know if a full episode would be it if, if i'd be there if they wanted if they could pull it off great mm-hmm. seems unlikely so my prediction is that we spend a significant amount of the episode there but not the whole one i wonder if it would be like a bouncing around thing where maybe kamala is there for the whole duration of the episode but instead of us only seeing that that we also get scenes with like her grandma and like maybe bruno back wherever he's doing and moving into caltech yeah like you know just other other things to break it up um because yeah if they do the whole episode there that would be a lot i wanted to point out again brian still looks like he's just home like just just running things on his own he does he lives alone it's like the it's like Kamala's family has been like his adopted family because he goes to yeah. the wedding and everything and he knows all the customs and he's part of the dance. And mm-hmm. I I still, I mean, we don't know, but it, it still just seems like he doesn't have parents. Yeah. Well, and like her, her dad is the one helping him with like the research and stuff. And like, yeah. So it's just an interesting thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So no other final thoughts. No, I'm glad I thought about the the Brian thing mm-hmm. being or Bruno being on his own potentially. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to point that out. But otherwise, yeah. Uh, do you have predi- predictions? No. I guess. I mean, 
other than what I guess you said, like the allocation of time, maybe. Yeah, that I do think we're going to see her great grandmother next episode. I think that's like going to that. be a big, I think that'll be pretty important. Oh, can I just note that I'm tired of, it's like, okay, what? Th- there's dimensions and, and there's a multiverse as well, and they're mm-hmm. different. And, you know, there's space and like, what's next what's like what's I mean, the well and there's level? the quantum realm i was about to say i actually just thought of that mm-hmm. when you said that i was like oh and there's the quantum realm as well like what's what's the next thing that we're going to be introduced to like what's uh, I, I guess i don't really care mm-hmm. it just I, I was like oh that's that's i guess that's convenient the there are dimensions too mm-hmm. right. it is okay thank you <laughs> Um, it'll be fine yeah. just follow the bouncing ball yep okay so yeah we, we could say enough now Let's all right go. um on that happy note then thank you everybody okay. for watching and or listening may you always find water and shade